It's time for Green and Gold Insiders on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wilde is with us. I caught part of Wilde and Tausch today. It's a great listen. You should check it out whenever you have the chance. Jason, thank you so much for being with us. I'm always happy to do it, fellas. How are we doing? Doing well, doing well. Hey, I'm glad to catch up with you because I'm frankly tired of reading on Twitter and all over the socials about what people think should happen to Joe Barry. What I'm really interested in is what Matt LaFleur thinks, and I know you had the chance to chat with LaFleur today or at a press conference that he was part of. What is Coach LaFleur saying about the future of defensive coordinator Joe Barry? He is remaining as the defensive coordinator and the uh, defensive play caller, which I know uh, for many frustrated Packers fans is not what they wanted me to say to you guys uh, when I joined you here. So unfortunately for them, but fortunately for Joe Barry, the status quo remains. He will be the defensive coordinator moving forward, and that's the plan for him to finish the season uh, in that role. Wilde, I guess I'm not surprised by this, just given what happened with special teams a couple of years ago and Maurice Drayton. I mean, that was an awful year, but Maurice Drayton stayed on through the year. It all blew up in their face against the Niners in a home playoff loss. In fact, I think he was still retained a couple of weeks after the regular season ended or the playoffs for the Packers ended. So nothing suggests that Matt is a mid-season or toward-the-end-of-the-season firing kind of guy. He's not. And and look... uh, I, I don't think it's a bad thing to not be a knee-jerk reaction, fire so-and-so guy, right? Like, I, I just I don't think that that's necessarily a bad character trait. But in this instance, this was the kind of game that gets people fired, right? I mean, Baker Mayfield having a perfect passer rating. Uh, the Buccaneers, who have been very inconsistent offensively, racking up 452 yards. Uh, the Buccaneers scoring on virtually every possession that they had the ball, especially in the second half when they went touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. And the only reason they didn't score a touchdown on their final possession is because they intentionally went down short of the goal line to keep the clock running to finish out the game. So those are the kinds of performances that lead to these types of questions and the possibility of someone getting fired. But, you know, Matt LaFleur insists that this was a – an issue with all kinds of communication problems where they were lining up incorrectly, that the communication was such an issue that they were basic things that they already know how to do that they failed to do in this game. And they're apparently going to believe that this was a one-off. But I do think it's important, in fairness to Joe Barry, to say that for most of the season, the defense has played well enough to win most of the games. Their offense took a long time to get rolling. It has gotten rolling since, but you look at the way they finished the Giants game, that was unacceptable, and certainly what happened yesterday was unacceptable. So I understand why people thought there was a change coming. Jason Wilde is with us. Jason, you are closer to the dynamic of this football team than anybody else we talk to every single week. Do you believe that this is more the case of Matt LaFleur is really, really super loyal or that Matt LaFleur genuinely believes that Joe Barry right now gives them the best chance to continue to win football games? Uh, I think it's probably a little bit of both. I think he is genuinely loyal, uh, maybe loyal to a fault. Um, Because I I will say this, making a change today would have at least put everyone on notice, right? That, hey, this isn't good enough, and you guys cost Joe Barry his job, so you better get your you-know-what together as players. 
he chose not to go that direction. I do think he feels like, you know, that this is not something that is going to repeat itself. You know, the, the, their inability to stop the run much of the season has repeated itself, right? They've had four different games where they've given up 200 yards or more in the game. That's the most in the league. So they're ranked 30th against the run. That, that stuff was existing. The, what we saw yesterday where, you know, guys just didn't seem to know who they were covering or where they were supposed to be, that was, that was not something that we've seen as often. One thing we did see, and I, I think this is one thing that ticks off LaFleur big time, is this idea that it's third down and three, third down and four, and you've got guys playing five, six, seven yards off their receiver because the philosophy of this defense is don't give up big plays. Well, that's great. Don't give up big plays, but you also can't give easy first downs. And what the problem was yesterday was that not only did they give the easy first downs, they gave up like 14 explosive plays. So they didn't do anything right, basically. Uh, LaFleur also commented on Jair Alexander's injury, Jason. Did he shed more light on why Jair is out? Because it sure seems fan sentiment has started to shift against him. But did we learn a little bit more from LaFleur today? No, not really, Greg. I mean, you know, he basically said uh, that they miscalculated how long it was going to keep him out. Uh, You know, the, the way the question was phrased was, is there anything more than just his shoulder that's keeping him out of the lineup? Or did you guys miscalculate, uh, the, the length of time he was going to be out. Matt LaFleur took the opportunity to focus on the second part of that option. Um, he never really said whether or not there was anything more to it. And I do think that there are people that wonder that. Uh, I know I wonder that based on Matt LaFleur's demeanor and how he's handled this throughout the process. But, you know, I, look, I, w- I was told by someone that I think knows what they're talking about, that he has a grade two AC joint separation and that he has weakness in that shoulder still. So it's not like he has conjured up an injury that doesn't exist. The question is, and I think the frustration that Matt LaFleur has and that I think a lot of fans on the outside have is there are guys that play hurts, right? Matt LaFleur made a comment yesterday about Aaron Jones saying he probably shouldn't have played. So there are guys that are doing that, and I think the frustration that Matt LaFleur feels and that fans feel is they would like, Jair Alexander to play, even though he's less than 100%. Uh, I, I have a hard time criticizing him for that. That's not my job. But it, I do understand why people are frustrated, including the head coach. ESPN Milwaukee's Jason Wildy. Always appreciate it, Jason. Thank you very much. All right, fellas. Take care. Be good.